This is the First Downs with Dave podcast. It's time for the kickoff. Let's play some football. Set. Certainly take their football seriously, don't they? A few points will excuse us. We'll run along and play another football. Let the games begin. Hey, everybody. This is episode seven of the First Downs with Dave podcast. This episode will be about myself, but that's not going to slow anything down. So without further ado, get right into it. Uh, I didn't record last week. Uh, we went up to Quincy last week, and it just wasn't a good feel as a team. Uh, we came out really flat, uh, looked shaky in a lot of aspects, and uh, they ultimately led to us losing. Uh, and then we come home this week. We started out pretty fire on fire. Uh, we score opening drive, and then after that, it kind of just went downhill. Uh, just a shaky game back-to-back. Back. Um, this week we got ODU, and we're going to try to look in inward and try to figure out some stuff that we need to fix internally and then hopefully go up there and get a win and come back home to get ready for Walsh next week. Uh, with that being said, I'm just going to go right into my uh, Florence fumbles last week against the Chiefs on Monday Night Football. The Raiders went for two. That would have uh, put them up one, and then they didn't get it. But I think the analytics got to Josh McDaniels because he was trying to factor in some different stuff instead of just kicking the field goal. And if they kicked the field goal, they won the game, which ultimately would have led to them um, – yeah, in a better position they are in now. So, that being said, the Florence Fumbles goes to Josh McDaniels and that offensive coordinator group. Um, my picks for this week, I got the Chiefs versus the 49ers, the Falcons versus the Bengals, and then I got the Seattle versus the Chargers. The Chiefs just came off a heartbreaking loss to Buffalo last night, and the 49ers had a surprising loss to a sneaky good Falcons team. So, they're both coming off a loss. Uh, it'll be in San Francisco, which I like. San Francisco got home a lot. So I think I'm going to go with them. They got the defense, and I think they're going to have Mahomes very uncomfortable all night long. So that being said, I'm going to go with the 49ers over the Chiefs. Second game, I got the Falcons versus the Bengals. They both came up huge uh, with huge wins last night. But also I'm going to go with the Bengals. I like their offense. I think they're starting to click, and they'll be healthy. And the Falcons are a little banged up. So I think the Bengals got the win in that one this week. Then the last game for the week in the NFL, I got the Seahawks versus the Chargers. The Seahawks are looking pretty hot right now. The defense is looking good. Geno Smith's balling and they're running the ball. The Chargers are a little banged up. I don't know if they're going to have Keenan Allen or not, um, but even if they did, I'm going to go with the Seahawks trying to shake it up a little bit. I like their, I like how they're being really consistent right now. They can throw the ball, they can run the ball, and they can play defense. They look like they're back to those old days of being really, really good. For my college games, I got Syracuse at Clemson, the 15 versus 5 matchup in the ACC. Uh, I think Syracuse will make it interesting to start it off, but they're not, they don't got the guys, I think, to hang with Clemson for four quarters um, at Clemson at an early morning game. So I'm going to go with the Clemson Tigers in that one. Uh, number 20, Texas at number 11, Oklahoma State. Texas looks like they're, I'm not going to say they're back, but Quinn Nearers is moving in that direct direction. Uh, C. Sarkeesian, one of the top three best play callers in, the, in, the, in college football, and he's proven it week in and week out in the Big 12. Uh, but Oklahoma State, I like how they're looking too as well. Um, I think I'm going to have to go with Oklahoma State just because they're at home, and I like I like their team a little bit more. I think they're more complete and experienced. Uh, then my last game for the week is number 9 UCLA at number 10 Oregon. Uh, Chip Kelly's returning back home to where it all started, where he started to get his name in Oregon in a top-10 matchup. I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with the Bruins. I like DTR. I think they're going to pull one out. They just got to turn the ball. They just got to make sure Oregon turns the ball over because they're pretty good too. But I'm going to go with UCLA. So those are my picks for the week. Now I'm going to stay in college. Uh, I think Ohio State is by far the best offense easily in the nation. Uh, their defense is kind of shaky. But, I mean, I feel like they're the hottest team in the college football right now. Georgia's shaky. Uh, they're not shaky. They're just not hitting all cylinders. And Bama just lost. Um, Michigan looks good. They just beat a uh, Penn State team. They held them. 
uh, in check for the most part. And uh, Blake Quorum, he put on the show. He's probably a top three running back in the nation right now, uh, top three to five. So uh, uh, Ohio State, they look really, really good. Um, they got Marvin Harrison Jr., Mecca Buka, and Julian Finley. Uh, C.S. Trout's calling the plays. He's uh, he's dialing it up for him. He's throwing the ball where it needs to be put. And they got Trayvon Henderson at the backfield. They're doing all this right now without their best receiver in Jackson Smith and Jigba. So uh, it's going to be pretty scary for teams that got to play them at full strength. I think he'll be back this week against Iowa. But, uh, yeah, I think they're probably the team to beat. They're the hottest team right now. Uh, Georgia can always log back in on defense and offense and then be a problem. Uh, they still got to play Michigan, but it's going to be at the shoe this year, not at Michigan. So I think they'll squeak it out, but Michigan is a really good team. Uh, hopefully that made my dad happy because he's been complaining about not hearing any Michigan on the podcast. Uh, Blake Corum is a Heisman candidate dad. Uh, you got a good run game. Just got to see if Harbaugh can put it together. Again, you got to win on the road. So that's my little shameless Michigan plug for the day uh, for the podcast so my dad can keep listening to the podcast. Um, so, yeah, Bryce Young is the best football player in America. I've said it, but, I mean, I think last Saturday proved it at Tennessee – uh, he was by himself really out there, him and Gibbs. And uh, he really put on the show. He showed why he's really the best quarterback in college football. He's the first pick if you need a quarterback, in my opinion. Uh, C.J. is really, really good. Caleb Williams is going to be better than, I think, both of these guys. But right now, Bryce is the best quarterback. I mean, any type of throw you need to make, he'll put you in the right offense. He'll slide, protect. He'll slide the protection. He'll do all the stuff that you need a quarterback to do. And um, he's proven it. I think Saturday was just another example of that. Although Tennessee did come out with the win, Hayden, Hayden Hooker played a great game. And they had a receiver go for six catches for 207 yards and five touchdowns. So Tennessee did what they needed to do. They won at home. Now they got to beat Georgia and get that SEC championship. But it's going to be a tough task for them. But, yeah, Bryce Young is the best college quarterback in the world. So, yeah, there's my debate on that. Um, the Bills played the Chiefs last night in the game of the week. Uh, both teams uh, were pretty uh, silent in the first half. They started to pick up late in the first half, and then the second half was just a bunch of fireworks. Um, Pat Mahomes played a pretty good game, but two picks cost him a win. Um, and that's against a not fully healthy Bills defense. Uh, Von Miller set the uh, tone with two pick, uh, two sacks, I'm sorry, that ultimately decided the game. That's what they needed last year in the divisional to win the championship, but they didn't have it, so now they added it this year. They get Trey White back in a few weeks, and then they got the best quarterback and receiver in the league, respectively, in my opinion. Diggs and Allen both showed out uh, last night. Gabe Davis made some great plays. But, yeah, it was a great game. I think that's going to be an AFC Championship rematch in Buffalo, though. The Eagles won last night. Uh, not as convincingly as I thought they were going to, but they won. They made the plays they needed to make when they when they needed to. Uh, it was against the backup. Cooper. They showed that Cooper Rush is really a backup quarterback, three turnovers, um, which ultimately led to them winning. Uh, but the Cowboys started to run the ball in the second half. They started to hit their stride, and they made it interesting. So, I mean, I think the NFC is still wide open. The Eagles are the one seed, obviously, because they're undefeated. But the NFC East in general, once they get, once the Cowboys get dagged back, the Giants are good. And then the Eagles, I think it's a pretty tough division. Again, now, surprisingly, after years of being pretty bad, now they're back to being what they're supposed to be. Um, but yeah, I think that's really all I need to say on the Eagles. I mean, they need to show me one more uh, step in the right direction to be a, considered a top-tier team. I don't want to put them against the Bills or the Chiefs right now just because um, of how quick the Chiefs and Bills can get on you and score. Uh, and they also they have the quarterback they can do. I think Hurts is a good quarterback, but he's not in that. He's definitely not in that Allen or uh, Mahomes uh, era, you know, area. So, But the Eagles are a tough team. 
Uh, roughing the passer problems have been pretty uh, big in NFL. Uh, Brady got a roughing the passer call uh, against the Falcons, which ultimately led them winning the game. And uh, Grady Jarrett wasn't pretty happy about that. And then uh, Chris Jones got one on Monday Night Football against the Raiders, which is pretty lame. So the rough and the passer penalties are getting really out of hand, I think. I mean, I get the player safety, but again, it's a, it's a football we all know what we signed up for in that game. So even the quarterbacks need to be treated like players instead of, um, you know, something that they're not. I think that they need to really focus on that and clean that up in the aspect in the roughing department, but hopefully they'll get that taken care of. Uh, the Giants are five and one. I think they're the real deal. I want nah. I'm not gonna say the real deal, but they're winning games. Uh, Daniel Jones, he's playing. He's doing what they need him to do. Uh, they're winning games. Saquon's controlling the game, and their defense are making plays they need to. They beat the Ravens in New York last night um, in a pretty crazy game. Um, Lamar, I think he had two costly turnovers. Uh, he's still he's still Lamar. I'm not really worried about him. That team is so one dimensional. Uh, if you're if you can lock uh, lock up Mark Andrews and stop the run game, that their game is pretty much over. Uh, they don't have anything on perimeter Bateman, but that's about it. They need to go make a trade for DJ Moore, uh, who the Panthers are looking to basically clean house right now before the deadline. I would go grab DJ Moore if I was Baltimore and, and try to make a Super Bowl run. But the Giants looking like the real deal. Uh, they won last night again, five and one. Like I just said, uh, Wondell got his first touchdown. That was pretty cool to see. Uh, now he's back. I think they're going to really. They're going to be a dangerous team, I think, in the NFC because it's so wide open. If you can play defense and run the ball, you can do anything. So I think if they can really f- focus on those two aspects of the game, they can make some noise this year. Uh, and then finally, we'll wrap it up with the Odell sweepstakes. Odell Beckham is looking to return back to action for NFL team in late November. And his five teams that he wants, I think, are the Ravens, the Bills, the Bucks, the Chiefs, and then the Rams. I want him to play in either... L.A. again or Buffalo. I think those two teams would be great with them. The Rams need them the most out of all those teams uh, just due to the fact that they need a second option for uh, Matthew Stafford to trust him because uh, I know he trusted him last year. Uh, Allen Robinson isn't being what they needed him to be so far. I think Odell can come back in and, and then prove that he's a number two again for them. Uh, he can go to Buffalo and be a two or a three. He'll be a two over Gabe Davis. Uh, but Diggs, Gabe Davis, and uh, Odell Beckham don't also see that. If he goes to the Packers, they need an option, but I don't think they're going to make the tri- uh, pull the trigger on that. Uh, but they need him in, in Green Bay. And then Tampa, they could always use another receiver since their receivers are always hurt. But, I mean, it's up to Odell. I think Odell wants to either play. I think Odell wants to stay in L.A., but if he doesn't get the contract that he's looking for, he'll go somewhere else. But with that being said, I'm out of here. Thanks for listening. Um, we're going to go up to ODU and try to get a win this week. Uh, but with that being said, I'm out of here.